Yeah, the new NFL overtime rule, which applies only to the playoffs, guarantees that each team will get the ball at least once in overtime, barring a safety, which would still, of course, end the game. Okay, now that's interesting. So if the because the theory is the team that is that scores the safety wins and thus they don't need the ball and the other team had the ball. That's the only way to give up a safety. Thus, it still is giving the, each team a chance. Is, is right. the whole premise? Um, so let's think of this scenario. And we talked about the Josh Allen rule. So Kansas City gets the wins the coin toss against Buffalo. They get the ball. They score a touchdown, game's over. Now, it wasn't that long ago that overtime was sudden death in all cases, right? So you get the ball, you get down on the 20-yard line, kick a 37-yard field goal, game's over. Obviously, it was a step in the direction of fairness to make a touchdown required to be sudden death uh, or end the game. But, hey, Kansas City scored a touchdown, the lament is, shouldn't Josh Allen get a chance? Shouldn't the other team get a chance? Now, here's my question. The NFL is pretty much saying that we are willing to go out of our way for a more fair or fairer result in the postseason than in the regular season. Now, I think that makes sense, right? The theory is, okay, a game can end in a tie. Like in soccer, I'm no soccer expert at all. But I know that whenever the shootout happens, uh, that's something that would be a tie typically. But it's like they – or whatever. It's Is it even called a draw? A draw, (laughs) okay. Yeah, all their little fancy words. I don't don't accept any of it. But I'm not going to say nil. I'm not going to say love. I'm going to say zero. But okay, fair enough. But, Are you going to do Celsius now instead of Fahrenheit? When no, you get the I'm later? the opposite. I, listen, I, I'll be honest with you. One of my great joys is the fact that the metric system didn't win. <laughs> because I'm telling you, when I was growing up, like it was one of those, what was those magazines? It was called Highlight Magazine or something. It was these old school magazines. And it was like, it was always like, yeah, the U.S. is kind of stupid that they got things on sixteenths and ounces. Is we should all be on the metric system because we can move our decimal points and all that. And I just said, nah, I don't like it. I'm and with you. Yeah, see, yeah, you. I mean, even though it's stupid to not like the metric system, you don't like the metric system, right? Why is that? Uh, it's confusing to me. Hey, listen, if America's stupid, I don't want to be right. I'm just going to be on you, America's man. side. USA, USA. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hated the Iron Sheik. I mean, I didn't care if his camel clutch was good. When he beat Bob Backlund, I hate now anyway. So, and then Hogan, <laughs> whole thing. All right, we are straight. I thought you were going to go Sergeant Slaughter. That's what Oh, well, yeah, he obviously. But then when Slaughter went, oh, man. And then when they were driving together, supposedly, that, that didn't help anyone. When they were hanging out together, smoking weed, I think, allegedly. <laughs> Sports back. <laughs> we are straight out of Vegas. Okay, so... My question is, though, why not be more fair? Why not set the rules up for a fair result in the regular season? And the only answer, it seems, AJ, and tell me if you agree, is that every play that happens after regulation is an extra play. And football is such a violent game, physical game, they don't want to have these long, long, long games. 
No, I, I think that's absolutely the case, and that's why you can end in a tie in the in the regular season because they'd rather not keep playing, you know, you know, infinitum, uh, because there there are there is so much risk for injury in the regular season. Let me put. Well, I think there's risk for injury all. Sure, right? sure, but I mean, you you don't want to lose your quarterback in the middle of a, a, a regular season game that may not may not even matter by the end of the year. But see, that's see, that's the whole premise, though. Is do games like in baseball? pre 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 expansion of the playoffs and again this is something i read about but the idea of there were there was an american league champion and a national league champion and they played each other the world series there was no playoffs except for the world series for a long time and how many teams would be like having a great, let's say a team like uh, Seattle early this century or, you know, a great team that had, what, like 119 wins. You could have 110 wins and literally not even be in it come uh, August or September. Now, that sounds horrible in a way. But in another way, baseball was more popular then than it is now by a long shot. So by long, a big amount. So... My question is, have we changed as a society that only winning titles is all that matters? And thus, if that's the case, then how many of these games really do matter? Like the Detroit Lions have almost a 0% chance to win the title, the Super Bowl, this upcoming season. Does that mean none of their games matter? And why are the, the tickets being sold then for big money? Why are people paying 100 bucks to park? If the games don't matter, what games matter? Because you said in a meaningless game, what games matter to you, AJ? I mean, the, the playoff games matter. That's it. Uh, the, well, no, every game matters to me. Preseason games don't matter. Regular season games matter. The playoffs matter. Okay. And thus when you know and again i'm not saying you you have an absurd position but when you say well a quarterback being lost in a meaningless game well what you're saying is it's not a meaningless game you're, yes I, I i i stand corrected yeah and i mean i'm not saying you're right or wrong i i think a lot of people would say it is a meaningless game that only count you know count the rings i think that's dangerous you know and and, and this is something um i i think like to me, the Steelers making the playoffs this year as a Steelers fan was a bigger victory. I, I'm going to take more joy out of that than I, I can think the last time the Steelers were really good. If I recall, they lost to the Patriots in the AFC championship game in uh, New England and they got beat very easily in that game. And then it was the next season they came back and got blown out in the first game and Big Ben got hurt in the second game against Seattle is the way I remember it. So the last time Pittsburgh was an elite team, they, 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 they underperformed, I thought, throughout the year. They didn't have home field advantage. They went in and got beat handily one game from the Super Bowl. I, that team was so much better than the Pittsburgh team this year. But the Pittsburgh team this season, this past season, I like 50 times more. Because it was it was so hard. Big Ben's dragging you know his his uh, you know the corpse of his football career behind him and he could hardly move and they draft a running back and all the smart guys say that's stupid and lo and behold they make the playoffs five percent chance entering the last week that to me there's great joy in that uh, I think 
that's something that these leagues better accentuate. Because if all that matters is winning titles, it means a lot of these games, it's kind of absurd. And the NBA is seeing this to some degree. If the players don't care about some of these games, why is anyone paying to be there? And I, I won't, you know, last thing I'll say on it is, in general, the guys making millions better care more than the guys paying the millions effectively, which are the fans. And I think oftentimes that's not the case. And everyone just assumes that, that the fans are always going to be rabid and, and intense. And I think baseball shows you that, yeah, it's going to be over decades, but over decades, things change. And boxing, if you, you know, when I read back about the 40s and the 50s and gambling, you know, which I tend to do a lot of reading on that stuff is boxing was so big. I mean, the idea that people were sitting in a bar on a radio listening to fights and it was like the night was about that. Uh, and then there were stadiums with 70, 80,000 people watching fight. I mean, what would that even look like? <laughs> a postage stand. You couldn't see a punch of your life depended on it. And now there's what? A couple fights a year that, that get any that gets anyone if interested? That. It if, changes. If Sure, and like people used to gather around the radio to listen to a horse race, and now if if someone if the same horse doesn't win the second leg of the Triple Crown, no one even no one watches the third leg. So certainly that's changed. I, I think uh, you know we we can draw back to the NHL on this, RJ, because the NHL is the other major sports league in North America that has major. different rules. Major. Well, <laughs> somewhat major uh, that has different rules for uh, pl- uh, overtime playoffs versus, or excuse me, pl- uh, overtime in the playoffs versus overtime in the regular season. Because in the regular season, they have the shootout. In in postseason play, they say, nope, that's not enough like real hockey. We're not going to let that decide who wins a playoff game. So they, th- there's been a six overtime hockey game in the playoffs. So it's not out of the, it's not, you know, insane to me. That they that they're evolving the the game of football. Yeah, but so uh, what we're looking at is say we got to be more like hockey. No, I don't think they're saying we've got to be more like hockey, but I do think they're saying we want our we want our most important games to be decided in a way that's more fair than just some you know like a shootout, which is a kitschy sort of let's get this game over with. We, we can't keep playing this overtime. Let's get it over with, which is kind of what the the current regular season NFL uh, rule seems like. This is giving both teams a more equal chance to win the football game. I, I actually I think it's it's very fair and I'm glad yeah. that they're doing it. Yeah, I listen, I tend to agree. But I do think the unspoken part of this is that the regular season is less fair. And I don't think the NFL wants to talk like that. And it's important to let's, you know, let's be candid. If this is more fair, then the regular season is less fair. I agree. And I think that when when we're going to start hearing a, a loud noise about that is when a team loses a game that would have put them into the playoffs in week 17 or week 18, the last week of the season, and the overtime rules screw them out of a playoff spot, then I think you're going to start having people be angry about the way the regular season overtime works. And here's what's fascinating, is the idea of, and, and, and there's no doubt that this overtime now which again is you it's pretty much effectively if a team scores a touchdown the first drive it's not over is the change it's playoffs only it was just passed today and to me the idea that it gives advantage or it, it lessens the advantage of winning the toss is objectively true because yes. it, it, it is 
unequivocally true. Now, what's interesting is if the second, if the regular season had this same rule, it would actually be something where the the team that scored the second time it would be almost an advantage in a weird way to get the ball second. Because one, if you get the ball second, you know to go for it on fourth down if you got to score a touchdown, sure. right? So it's a, that's an advantage. Now, the theory is, well, getting the ball the third time, uh, you know, or getting the ball the second time, the third possession, first, and it's sudden death if it's touchdown, touchdown, oh, that makes it worth it, right? And I agree with that. But imagine with the 10-minute overtime in the regular season – First team scores in five minutes. Second team knows they got to score a touchdown, so they go for it on fourth a couple times. They score with 40 seconds left or whatever. The fact of the matter is the other team is going to get the ball with 40 seconds. It's either a tie or it would be a um, win if they somehow score on the third possession. But with only 40 seconds, well, lo and behold, that team going for two potentially after scoring the first time would be a fast – with that 10-minute element, it would be so much strategy. It'd be so complicated. Here's what I'm going to predict, though. I'm going to predict this is not a, hey, let's test it in postseason and then move it to regular season. Because that's something they did with the the, the prior iteration, right? They did it in overtime or yeah. in playoffs that started, in, that started in 2010, and then it went to the regular season in 2012. I'm going to predict this doesn't do that. Because because of the 10-minute element, it would be... It would be such – there would be so many teams going for two, and it would almost be an advantage to go second. And, boy, that would be – again, maybe they'll want that confusion. I'm going to predict they never move this because with 10 minutes only in overtime, like the regular season, if both teams score, the game's pretty much over. You're going to get a lot of ties, a lot of ties that way, and I don't think they want ties. Closing ties. Although with the league going the way it is now, I mean, when you consider that when the when the Chiefs sent that game to overtime against Buffalo, they only they got the ball with 13 seconds left in the game. The Bills had thought they'd won. You know, a great quarterback can take you down quickly and, and kick a field goal. So it, you you almost have to have that clock down to zero if you're going up against an Aaron Rodgers or Patrick two. Mahomes. That's another reason to go for two. Absolutely, and I and I do think that that going for two, I, I think that's going to factor in a lot in the playoffs. If it's a game like this Bills Chiefs game, I, I can't imagine after the Chiefs scored that touchdown if the Bills went down in another minute and scored a touchdown and knew that once they gave it back to Kansas City it was sudden death I can't imagine the Bills don't go for two in that scenario. Uh, that's interesting and and to me it goes to show you that in general the NFL does a good job evolving the rules Yes, because baseball is probably a little too slow to make changes some sports uh, don't respect their past I think the NFL does a, a balancing act that's pretty good. Right, we got last thing. Hey, there's a lot of people who are saying, well, just play defense. If you play defense, none of this matters. You don't need uh, both teams to get the ball. But I think with the league built the way it is, where you've got to have a dominant quarterback to even make it to these playoffs, the Carolina Panthers had the second best defense in the league, and they stunk because they had Sam Darnold. So it, it, the league is built for offense, so I think it's only fair that both offenses get to touch the football.